Welcome to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast, where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets. Now, the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball, Waver Wire Queen. What's going on? Welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Waver Wire Queen. Today, we are going to talk about the NBA playing game scheduled for April 13th. That is right. It's going to be a few exciting games. We got the Hornets versus the Hawks. That is going to be an exciting game. I'm looking forward to seeing LaMelo Ball and Trey. I'm looking forward to seeing those two guys compete against each other. It's going to be a fun, exciting game. It's probably going to be a high-scoring game because uh, neither one of these teams play great defense. And then you have the other game, the Spurs versus the Pelicans. Pelicans are a big surprise. You thought they were uh, kind of throwing the towel in there on the season, but no. No Zion all year. Still able to make the play-in tournament. We'd love to see how this team is going to look next season with Zion, you know, sky's the limit, right? They're moving in the right direction. But the game that we are all looking forward to watching is going to be the Hawks at the Hornets. Now, Trey Young, very impressive on the season, 28.4 points per game. Amazing. Shot 46% from the field, so that's good. And um, 9.7 assists. He's going to have uh, one of those games. Again, neither one of these teams are great defenders, so I expect him to get off. I also think Clint Capella is going to have a a huge impact on the game. Rebounding-wise, I wouldn't be surprised if he was to come away with about 14, 15 rebounds in this game because the Hornets don't really have – a uh, center, in my opinion, who's going to be able to box him out well enough for him to not get off and, and, and have these uh, have a great impact on the game statistically when it comes to rebounds. Also, you got to understand that one of their uh, great young players, John Collins, he is not going to be in this game. He's been out for a while now. He's not going to play which is unfortunate. Remember that dunk he did um, last postseason? was amazing. Also, some other players you have to uh, consider. Kevin Herter is going to shoot the ball well from three. He's actually slightly okay at times on defense. DeAndre Hunter has been kind of up and down for me this year, so he's not somebody that I'm really relying on too much. Your key factors will be um, Trey, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Also, again, uh, Clint Capella. And then um, Gallinari should be a factor. You know, he has the potential to get hot. And when he gets hot, he's going to get hot and score the ball. So those are the key players, in my opinion, for the Hawks to have a chance to beat 
um, the Hornets again. Not a lot of defense going to go down in this game, but there will be a lot of scoring. And again, that is one of the main reasons why I am tuning in to watch this game because they're going to be scoring the ball. I'm looking forward to seeing some fancy passes from Melo and from Trey. Now let's talk about the Melo ball. Just simply impressive. Can't say enough about this young man's talent and what he's been able to do this season. Last season, 15.7 points. This season, 20.1 points per game. 6.7 rebounds. 7.6 assists. Obviously, those are um, career highs as well. 1.6 still and 0.4 blocks. 3.3 turnovers, which isn't too bad. Could be worse. Shooting percentage, that has to increase 42% from the field. I would love to see him get to at least 45% next season. So I'm looking forward to seeing him improve his field goal percentage. I'll be watching closely. He may come away from this game with a triple-double, guys. I'm telling you. Triple-double threat. Don't be surprised if he gets a triple-double. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, obviously some other players you have to worry about is Miles Bridges, who, in my opinion, is a candidate for most improved player of the year, 20.7 rebounds, 3.8 assists on the season, shooting 49% from the field. And that is up from 12.7 points, six rebounds last season. And he was shooting, uh, 50% from the field. So field goal percentage was still very good. But nonetheless, he was the full-time starter. So, again, you didn't know what he was capable of doing truly until he was able to get the opportunity to play in an increased role, and they they did. Now it's going to be one of those, well, they're going to give him the bag or not. Nonetheless, he is going to be a key factor in this game. Charlotte has a chance to be. The Hawks. So let's keep that in mind. Another player to uh, watch out for is obviously Gordon Hayward is out. So we're not going to be checking for him. I'm sure they can't wait to get from under that contract. He's always hurt. It's just it is what it is. Scary Terry is going to be in the building. They're going to need him to play well. Going to need him to stretch the floor, hit those threes. 19 points per game shooting 44% from uh, the field, makes three three three-pointers per game. So, again, Scary Terry, that's all you need to know. They don't call him Scary Terry for no reason. So that's another player that's going to be a factor. Um, also, let's see, who else? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to assume that Kelly Uber is going to be the one to start this game. And if he can... Uh, play well if he can chip in with at least 10 12 points five six rebounds that'll be helpful to um the hornets and then you also got mason Plumley, who has been solid for the most part this year he's if nothing else he's gonna uh get you eight and eight and that's gonna help not saying that that's gonna be the key determination in them winning the game but if he can give them eight and eight and continue to shoot at a high percentage, that'll be very helpful to uh, the Hornets. And then um, with Montrez, eh, 
again, kind of up and down with him. I, he's going to give him 13 points and six rebounds. Not bad at all. However, I, I, my preference would be uh, Plumley out there. You need a taller big to, to compete, to contend with uh, Capella. So we'll see what they do. And then um, P.J. Washington is definitely going to be in the mix. He should be able to stretch that uh, floor and and give uh, LaMelo Ball some great floor spacing. So my prediction, (laughs) at first uh, early on I had the Hawks win in this game, but I'm just going to go out there on the limb and say um, the Hornets are going to come with the upset. LaMelo Ball is going to have a triple-double. It's going to be an upset. Trey may drop. 30-35, 30-35, but again, I'm going to go with the Hornets winning this game. So let's see what happens. And then we have the Spurs versus the Pelicans. Obviously, DeJounte Murray deserved to be an all-star, and he deserves to be the most improved player of the year. He was on his way, had a few roadblocks with some uh, injuries. Nonetheless, he damn near averaged a triple-double this year. 21.1 points, 8.3 rebounds, 9.2 assists, two steals. He is a two-way player, and he only averages 2.6 turnovers per game. Not bad. Love this kid's game. Two-way player, and he shoots 46% from the field. He is simply amazing and for me is the most improved player in the NBA and he's one of the main reasons why the Spurs are in the play-in tournament and then also some other players who should have an impact on this game Keldon Johnson they're gonna need him nice young player 17.6 rebounds they're going to need him tonight they're gonna need him to bring 20 to 22 points tonight. Um, Devin Vasso has has been getting the opportunity. And he has played well for the most part this season. So, again, they're going with a lot of their young players. But they have some really good young players on the, the Spurs. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's able to do. And, obviously, um, Jacob Pottle, he's – he simply had a really good year, 13.5 points, 9.3 rebounds, 1.7 blocks, shooting 61% from the field. If he can come and give them 15 and 15, I will be very happy. Okay, against Minnesota on April 7th, 15.17 rebounds. So I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, was to go for 15 and 17 against um, the Pelicans. Not going to be a shocker for me. Thing is... Both of these teams are still lacking something. Obviously, uh, the Spurs have pop. But, again, for the Pelicans, it's Zion. And for um, the Spurs, it's just another another guy. They just need another superstar. Jante Murray is definitely a star in the making. So, we'll see what happens in this game. And then with... Uh, the Pelicans, Zion hasn't played this season. You figure 27.7 rebounds, 3.7 assists, all on the bench the whole year. It's devastating. CJ McCollum is playing very well with the Pelicans, so that turned out to be a really good move for them. He has been solid for them. So 
this is a a, a good thing. They'll be pairing Zion and McCollum together next year. So let's see how that works. Brandon Ingram, when healthy, is pretty solid when it comes to scoring the ball. But the big question is, is he going to play tonight? He is. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing him out there. I am. When he's on the court and he's uh, playing well, 22.7 points, 5.8 rebounds, 5.6 assists. Very good young player, and he shoots 46% from, from the field. So glad he's able to play. And then they have um, Valanchunas, who's been – pretty much really good all season 17.8 and 11.4 rebounds per game shooting 54 percent he has to be on I want to see something uh like 20 and 15 from him and then you got Jackson Hawes who's who's come on nicely as the season has progressed he dunked on somebody harshly the other night so he come in there, give him some energy, play some good defense, get some rebounds. That's what he needs to come in and do. They don't have to focus on him for scoring. Herbert Jones is another one of their young players who has played consistent and solid for the most part this year. He may give you uh, 10 and 4. So he's not the guy who's going to be the determining factor. It's going to be about McCullum, Ingram, and Valanchunas. Those three guys have to step up and show out in order to win this game. Devontae Graham, nah, no. Maybe he'll come in there and give him something off the bench because that's what he needs to do, come off the bench, Um just not a good season for him, but doesn't mean he can't come out here and play well one game. Shot 36% from the field this year, which isn't good. So my overall assessment of this game is the Spurs may end up beating the Pelicans. And in my opinion, based on everyone who's playing on uh, April 13th, to me, the best player on the court, in my opinion, is DeJounte Murray right now. Zion's not playing, so I can't count him. Now, when you have the best player, you have the ultimate advantage and the chance to win. So with that being said, I'm going to uh, give the slight nod to the Spurs because of DeJounte Murray and Pop. But... The Pelicans should win this game because they just have uh, more seasoned veterans and it looks like they have a little more talent when you factor in uh, McCollum, Ingram, and uh, Valanchunas. They should win this game. But I'm going to say the Spurs going to come with the upset because you got DeJounte Murray with the triple, triple, triple double and you got Greg Popovich doing Hall of Fame head coach type things like winning. All right, y'all, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and also let me know who you think is going to win this game. Peace.
Thanks for listening to The Score, Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to waverwirequeen at gmail.com. The Score.